Hey everybody, this is Al Nash from the Unapologetic Women Empowerment Dynasty and you're listening to the Unapologetic Women Podcast, the show for women who choose to live their legacies unleashed, unlimited and unapologetic. If this is a space you're curious about, visit unapologetic-women.com. Today we're talking about thriving beyond boundaries, unveiling success secrets with Carmel Brown. Kamal is an accomplished entrepreneur and business leader with a wealth of knowledge and expertise in sales, marketing and business development. As the director of the Proven Group, Kamal has built a reputation for her innovative and creative approach to business and her unwavering dedication to helping her clients achieve their goals. Kamal's commitment to excellence is evident in everything she does. She believes that building strong relationships and creating a culture of trust and respect are critical to success in business. Her innovative approach and dedication to delivering results have helped the Proven Group become one of the most respected and successful consulting firms in the industry. Thanks for joining us. This is Carmel. So thank you for saying yes, finally. And thank you for, for trusting me in creating this space for the conversation, which I know you have so much to contribute in the realm of wisdom for women um, that I'm just really honored that you said yes. And so thank you for that. So my darling friend, I think that we're coming up to our friendship anniversary as well. It's probably really? been a year that I've known you and um, kind of interesting for me, every time that we get on a call, I fall a little more in love because there's just so much of you to love. Um, and so it's, uh, it's a blessing to be alive at this time and getting to meet the women behind the successful women um, in the business realm today. So thank you. So let's just dive right in. Let's just go there, Carmel. With the question of all questions, what does it mean to you to be an unapologetic woman? Uh, what it means, I suppose, that I've learned over the years is to just be who you are and do what you want to do and don't feel like you have to... Um, explain it to anybody or maybe the words justify justify to anybody why you do what you do um both personal and professional I suppose probably more in my professional life because a lot of people will comment on, on the amount of hours that I work <laughs> but I think I've found it just to answer your question though is not to justify what I do um and don't feel I have to explain that's an interesting how I, yeah, yeah. The, the how many hours you work. It's as though on the one side, society has raised us to be these high-achieving women and saying that we have to outwork and outplay everybody in our space in order for us to be top of our game, in order for us to be respected. But then on the other hand, it's that, oh, but now you're doing too much. Like you're working yeah. too many hours. You're training too intensely. You're like, you're too much, too intense, too everything. Um, and for the most part, it's a like, well, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah, that's right. So you reach an age and you just kind of go, I can't give another rat's ass. 
<laughs> this is my life. This is like nobody else's life. This is not a dress mm -hmm. rehearsal. This is me doing the thing in real time. I know for a lot of us, well, for most women that I've spoken to, something happened. Majority of the time, it was multiple events that got us to that, oh, enough moment. Was there something yeah. for you that comes to mind where it was like a gift from life to make you realize that, no, no, this is your life. It's, it's not for other people to comment on. This is for you to create for yourself. Yeah, it's an interesting um, one that, Al. I think it's just when you get to, or for me, when you get to a stage in your life or whatever you're doing and you actually take ownership of it, um, you take ownership of what you're doing because um, it feels right, you know it's right. And also for me as well, probably setting boundaries. Um, and what I mean by that is setting boundaries um, for I may not be as accessible to, you know, I can't be everything to everyone at all times. Um, so that was probably a big thing for me um, because I was always very like, yeah, sure, no worries, yep, 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 and didn't know how to say no. Um, so I've really um, learned that due to the fact that we all only have the same amount of time in each day. And I think it's really important how you use the time um, because if it's not used wisely, you can end up not wasting it, but you can be so much more productive in whichever way. Um, and I know you said to me once, and it wasn't that long ago, actually, and it has stuck with me, is if you don't give yourself the time that you need to do what you need to do so you show up your best every day, then you're not giving them the people that you interact with your best. So that was really, 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 um, I don't know what the word is, really, um, I'm so glad you said it. Yeah, I think it comes back to that whole self-love piece and, and the fact that it's still so mucky when people talk about self-love, they can so easily go into the narcissism discussion as well of we are being selfish. But what I've come to understand in my life personally is that when I just give, 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 and it came from a good place, I'm not going to say that I was a chronic people pleaser because I really wasn't. <laughs> but I did have a very servitude mentality, right? So in order for me to be a woman of value, I have to be of service to other people and then they can love me and then they can like me and then they would want me in their lives. And I have so much to give and I have an extraordinarily high level of energy, majority of the time anyway, that I can give a lot but what I've come to understand was that if I don't invest time in myself so if I don't love myself first and foremost a I really am like even though I'm showing up extraordinarily compared to majority of people it's still not my best and I knew that in the back of my mind so the selfish thing is to not invest in myself first and then show up and give you my best that's actually selfish even though we yes. are conditioned the other way. We conditioned, especially as women, to be slaves, <laughs> quite frankly, yes. to be martyrs. And if we're the good martyr mother or the good martyr wife or the good martyr whatever, mm -hmm. uh, then we get a different interaction with people. But at the end of the day, I'm like, mm, if I really love you, would I want to give you my not best? 
Is yes. that really love? Because then love has become very warped in society. Mm. And I love how you said we're not wasting time because I don't think we're wasting time. I think that no. time that we, we use, we it's like money. We are spending time currency and you are yes. either going to spend your time in a way that you feel it's been an incredible investment and receive the return on investment or you're going to spend your time for instant gratification, but at the end of the day, there's nothing that comes back from it, right? It's just going out. It's just like when you just spend money yeah. on, on chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> it's instant gratification, baby, but <laughs> your ass is growing in the same time and you're going to have to go to the gym more and invest more time there if you want to have incredible health. That's it. <laughs> yeah. so it's about becoming more conscious for me, for women, about... How are you investing your time? Are you, first of all, investing to get a return on investment and then even going further and go, well, and what is the, the accrued interest that you get from the time that you're investing? Or are you just spending money from a, oh, I want to buy your love, I want to buy your respect, I want to buy your attention? Because that's, in my experience, not the no. best investment. Like, that's just spending. It's no. spending no. overseas. Yeah, it's all about spending the time and making the time and having the time is to build relationships with people, regardless of what space that they're in, whether it be, you know, in your personal life, your professional life, wherever wherever it is, even if at the supermarket, even the person serving you. Like, not that you're standing, you know, but I mean, it's just to show that they'd be courteous, be respectful, and I suppose not be so wound up in your own world that then, you know, I think there's enough people out there that become short a bit grumpy um and i just think it's just really being respectful of people and building your relationships when and where you can because that's what it's about for me in life in life for everything i so agree even if that relationship is for 30 seconds we flew over last yeah. night to the gold coast and i engaged with every person that took my ticket every mm. person that checked my passport you know the flight attendants i engaged and had many conversations with everybody and my partner turned to me at one stage and he goes can you please stop being so bloody friendly because can you see how shocked people are when you engage with them i go yeah, but they're shocked. And then do you see them smile? Yeah, that's right. It's almost yeah. a moment of what? Really? And I, I call them on their name because they all wear name tags. So I would say, thank you, Chris. That was an amazing flight. Thank you for the service, whatever it is. And really look them in the eyes as though they are my dearest friend. And there is that moment of shock. And then you just see people melt the facade and become real can you imagine what world we would live in if people just took their heads out of their bottoms and be present and just really engage with every human being that you are blessed with from one second to the next whether you're mm. at a grocery store or standing in line in the bathroom i always have random conversations with interesting women yes. in public toilets <laughs> 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 can you imagine how different the world would be and it is about you know, having the boundaries that I respect myself so much that I can respect you as my equal human being mm -hmm. 
That's right. It's such a different world that we are living yeah. in. It just, I just, and I think it just sort of makes some people's day as well because imagine all the other conversations that they're having or the not even sometimes the acknowledgement from people because they can look at them as if, well, you're here to serve me or to um, do what you, yeah, whatever the position is. So I expect it from you. So I'm not going to be extra nice to you for it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a it's a funny thing, but um, to me, it's very important. Do you think that technology is making that even more pronounced in people because we have automated so much in business and now we have email lists and we kind of just send this email out to all the people that we don't even know on the email and most of them just deleted or put it in the read later file or unsubscribe. And do you feel like, do you feel like technology has made us even a little bit more detached from the humanity mm -hmm. within us and therefore all the beautiful people that we share this planet with and who interact with us so that we can co-create our experiences? Mm. I do. I really, really do. Because automation, like when I say it is a beautiful thing as far as it helps, it allows you to keep moving and um, keep going. So everything's so fast paced. Um, but I also feel you do lose, when I say the personal touch in that, if you send out an automated email as a touch point saying, you know, hi, how are you going? Met you three months ago when we worked with you on this project, blah, 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 blah. and unless you actually read their response when it comes back you really still don't even know what how, how they feel about the project what they're up to now um, because you didn't send the email in the first place so it's not even in your mind yes. it's when you get the response back from the automation and it says oh hi thanks for reaching out I'm doing this and that and the other now and I really appreciate you taking the time to email me and sometimes when I see that I think oh, I, I did and I didn't but I'm really glad to hear that this is what you're doing now um but the world is the world's fast everything's fast business is fast and I feel like with the automation it helps you keep up with things but really to be quite honest what it does is it just allows more room for you to keep going to do something else that's what it does um and then that creates another another automation because you've created this thing now you've got to keep that <laughs> so so you play in yeah. the HR field so you very much yes. kind of about how is business impacting leadership and how is leadership impacting business? And so, so what is the change that you have observed in the, in the playing field? And let's keep this female driven. I mean, this is the Unapologetic Women podcast after all. Yes, what of course. changes that you have seen playing out in the space of business, leadership, women in leadership, and, and the impact, the, the dance between the two, let's call it that. Mm, mm. I've seen a lot of um, change um, in that, especially pre-COVID. There's always a pre-COVID story and a post-COVID story. Pre-COVID, and we've actually run a lot of training as well for women, um, in businesses, corporate, where um, they either don't have the confidence or haven't been given the chance, um, invested with skills, they've got the knowledge, though, to, to be able to step up to that next level and be the leadership um, team in a corporate world. We've ran courses to train them, facilitate it. That was pre-COVID. Post-COVID, what I'm probably tending to find is that 
because so, so much change, everyone, you know, no one knew how long it was going to last. Then when it kept lasting, it's like, oh, my God, is there actually going to be a way out? And I think that caused that panic, like, oh, my gosh, you know, inverted commas, if I get to continue to live my life, this is how I'm going to live it. And that's probably the change that I've seen in that now for hypothetically, if I use those examples of the women that we trained pre-COVID to have the confidence, et cetera, to do what they want to do, stepping out of COVID, it's like, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do because I can, I know I can, I've got the skills, I've got the knowledge, so please step aside and let me do my thing. Yes. Do you think COVID made, mm. made business real for us? Like like we came to understand, and I always say to people, I have um, been gifted the gift of going, of going, this could be my last day, not from a morbid point of view, but every day could be no. my last day. So I'm very conscientious in how I invest my days. Like every day mm. for me, I want to touch somebody's life. I want to create something epic. I want to have an adventure and I want to tell somebody that I love them. Those are my core standards for myself. Mm. It has to just be met every single day. And I feel mm. like more people have come to that realization of, no, no, like this is the real thing. What I'm doing matters. And I don't have time to fart us around um with fear anymore like like let's get over yeah. all of this crap and it's like we're taking um it's like taking less shit <laughs> like we don't we don't sweat the small stuff like we used to exactly exactly and i think when you use the word fear i think that's probably where i use the word confidence but and then it's so closely related, but I think, yeah, fear was probably the word to use because that's what it was about. It was always probably feeling, you know, either put down whether it was intentional or not intentional, depending on hierarchy, um, but then to come out of COVID with a, you know, I'm not going to be scared anymore because who knows when it is going to be the last day, once again, not in a morbid sense, in, in a sense that, oh, my God, I didn't actually, I may not have had a chance to do everything I wanted to do. I wanted to do it, but I was a bit scared. But now I'm just going to do it. Yeah, that's it. So mm -hmm. in a way, I would almost say that COVID mm, freed us, liberated us mm. from the fear. Yeah, I think it definitely mm. Especially as women. Because we also had yes. to start being, and I've always believed that we are equal and different to men. I don't, I don't really buy into mm. the general narrative about men and women. <laughs> and all those interesting yeah. things um but it's almost as though more women realized once again because they had their partners in close proximity they weren't just living you know past each other to kind of go no no if I want to be your partner and I want to be an equal partner and feel proud of myself in this partnership it's time for me to step up. It's time for me to let go of all their darlings and demons, as I call them, um, or fears and excuses, quite frankly, as to why we are not living extraordinary lives and just give ourselves permission to be extraordinary because we've picked Yes, definitely, De definitely. And I think, once again, if COVID didn't instill that in people and still actually re remains, then even that's a lesson learned, I believe, for some people because 
don't know, in some way, I think, you know, everyone was given like a second chance. It was a time to just stop, breathe, reflect what is going on. Although it's okay to say it now because we're looking back. At the time, certainly wasn't saying it. Um, but in that respect, I just think it has been really like a reset a lot of people and I just think that's a really good thing. Taking a moment to call all extraordinary trailblazers, visionaries and possibilitarians. Get ready to unleash your inner brilliance with a touch of elegance and a dash of sass. It's time to dive into the art of self-leadership, a journey designed exclusively for phenomenal female founders, artists and leaders like you. Hey gorgeous, yes, you with the unstoppable spirit and the audacious dreams. You're not here to play small, you're here to craft a legacy that turns heads and sparks revolutions. Through the art of self-leadership, we're about to recalibrate your entire existence. Say goodbye to those old belief patterns that whispered about self-sacrifice. Let's dial into your soul's deepest truth, your self-actualization, and do it with the grace of a ballroom dance and the confidence of a catwalk strut. Your journey, my dear, is a masterpiece painted in the hues of your vibrancy, catered to your desires, and fueled by your fiery potential. We're not just offering a consultation. We're inviting you to a tete-a-tete -tete with your next monumental triumph. Are you ready to RSVP for this journey? The link is flashing like a neon sign in the podcast episode description, or you can saunter over to our elegant domain, unapologetic-women.com. Darling, your unapologetic self-leadership journey begins now. Toast to your legacy with sophistication, embrace your inner sass with style, and stride forward with a flair that's unmistakably you. The art of self-leadership is your backstage pass to a life that's glamorous, impactful, and unapologetically authentic. Ladies, let's make them stare. Your greatness is about to hit the spotlight. Yeah, sometimes we need to have the rug pulled out from under us so that we can land on our asses and have a different perspective because we have a different yeah. point of view. And I think that for me, I have to say I was fortunate. I knew that from the moment COVID hit, I took a step back and go, whoa, why is this happening for us? Like, what are we not seeing? So even COVID, I had a very different experience mm. from most people. I wasn't afraid during COVID because I just kept on going, what are the patterns? What are we here to learn right now? Why is mm. this happening for us? As I do believe everything happens for us. Yes. Um, and, and on the one hand, I'm so delighted to see how many people have taken that as their turning point. And on the other hand, I'm also sometimes a little bit sad to see how many people have just slipped straight back to the old modus operandi. Yes. And so they are unintentionally going to create the next cycle for us because the collective mm -hmm. needs to readjust, not just some of the collective. And so we all That's know right. that life has a beautiful way of giving us our lessons over and over again until we learn them. Um, and it's been my experience that they get progressively more potent. <laughs> yes. How much more potent we want than COVID people in order for us to go, okay, all right, let's all take a collective step back yeah. and create <laughs> better. Create better. Yeah. Oh, so I want to be very respectful of your time today as well. So 
what do you take an unapologetic stance for in today's world? As I said, probably like at the start of the conversation, probably because um, like, when I say time, but it would be more so how I actually spend my time. I am very, um, when I say I'm business driven, but it's not about money. I'm business driven in the sense that I love, love, love what I do. And I won't apologize at any time ever for what I do, um, but also to how much I do with it um i'll never I'll, within reason i'll always say yes to an introduction i'm a very nothing ventured nothing gained type of person because i feel that if i say no that could have been my next opportunity i say it all the time and i was an acronym for next opportunity whether that's if i said no i'm missing out on that but also too if someone says no to me that's okay I'll just move on to the next one because there's always a next one. So I probably won't ever be unapologetic for, um, I suppose, my vision and my want to, I just love meeting people. I really, I love, love, love meeting people. I love connecting people and I love building relationships. That's that's just what I'm, yeah, That that's my why in why I do everything and that's what I love, love to do. And a lot of people say, I'm very good at it and I feel that I am and I think anything that you love you are good at and by doing that as well it's being able to help at the end of the day it's always to be able to help someone and that can be either whether it be through um, our businesses or whether it be the fact that as you know well we introduce um, people to each other all the time but it's just because we meet such incredible people we say oh you've got to meet Al you've got to meet Carmel um, but it's just that connection and it's the global connection and that's another thing as well like us being on the screen today once upon a time it would be really weird <laughs> but now it's not it's actually really it's acceptable and the amount of people I know now across the globe and you know, even taking the business internationally and around the country and just the people that I'm meeting and helping, um, not only as clients, but also to other um, business owners around the country. If I, if we need their expertise, they then jump in and work with us. So it's win-win. And that is our overarching philosophy. Not only in the business, it's my overarching philosophy of everything I do, yeah. where everybody wins. And if everybody doesn't win, it just won't work. I actually think... And I so I went off on a bit of a tangent then, as I do. <laughs> yes, I love that because I actually want to, you know, help is one of those words that for me is like outdated. There's something new that's wanting to come through consciousness because I think that we, <laughs> we're moving beyond the help. And I think it is the win-win. Like, let's stop focusing on helping yes. people and let's start creating win-win-win scenarios in humanity. That's right. And, and then, because for me, helping is still is still like one below the other there's still that oh i'll help you get up no 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 we're all equal let's create That's right. the next win let's create the next win oh i'm going to use that we, we have to write a post about that carmel like let's create the next win instead of let's help other people because the fact of absolutely is, every time that somebody wins we collectively win as well and that's when we start eradicating the competitive mindset, which quite frankly is at the foundation of so much of why people so-called need help. 
is because mm. of the competitive mindset that says, if I win, you have to lose. That's exactly right. Let's upgrade our language, people. Let's stop helping. Let's stop helping. Let's start creating the next win. And I'm going to end exactly. up because I think that's brilliant. <laughs> like, if anything, that's the message today, I think, for it is. to receive. Stop helping. Start focusing on creating the next win. And in that, we will change society forevermore. Goodness, this was short, sweet, to the point. As always, Carmel Brown, you are my Caramello bear friend. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much. This was gold. And I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Al. It's always, we could we could talk for hours and you know that because we have oh, had we it do. in the past. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I just want to thank you as well um, for having me and for the listeners yeah, out there to your podcast. Um, yeah, the three words for today, as Al said, is where everybody wins. Where everybody wins. Absolutely. Yeah. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us again. This is a short one today. Um, compared to our normal ones. So yes, you're welcome. You can say thanks to Carmel and you can listen to her twice because this was gold. So take take the next half an hour and listen to this again. And we'd love to hear from you. What is the wins that you are creating in society through your life at this time? Like let's start celebrating the wins and if and how can we support you in co-creating the next level win? Let's do that. Let's start all co-creating the next level win. Until Let's next time, always remember we get to live unleashed, unlimited, and bloody unapologetic. Have an amazing day further. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on another empowering episode of the Unapologetic Woman podcast. We hope you found this conversation as inspiring as we did. Remember, embracing your strength and authenticity is a journey worth taking and we're thrilled to be part of it with you. If you've enjoyed our discussions and found value in the stories we share, we have a favor to ask. Your support means the world to us and there are a couple of simple ways you can make a big difference. First, take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your words have the power to reach other incredible women like you who are seeking upliftment and insight. By leaving a review, you're helping us create a ripple effect of empowerment that extends far beyond these virtual airwaves. Second, think of the remarkable women in your life who would resonate with our message. Share this podcast with them, whether it's a friend, a family member, a colleague, or even a fellow pioneer you've connected with. Together, we can create a community of unapologetic women who uplift, support and inspire each other. Stay connected with us on social media at The Unapologetic Women for updates, behind the scenes moments and engaging conversations. We love hearing from you and building this vibrant community together. As we wrap up this episode, remember that your journey matters, your voice is vital and your impact is immeasurable. Let's continue rewriting the narrative and embracing our unapologetic selves one episode at a time. Thank you for being part of the Unapologetic Women movement. Until next time, stay true to yourself, stay unapologetic and keep dancing to your own tune.